You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast and connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. May you be blessed by the hearing and reading of Scripture and the meditation on the Word. Have a good day. We're starting our second week of our um, looking at the book by Junus Dotson, Soul Reset. It's an amazing book. Um, I've enjoyed um, working through it, and um, as we've kind of gone through this, um, this book, um, you know, it's always amazing what appears. Like, you know, I work on these uh, months out, and as I was coming back to it this week, I remembered really quickly why I called the sermon, Feel the Feelings. This week in the chapter, he talks about depression, and uh, I have to admit, it was a little heavy, and would encourage you to read it. Um, And the reason why I want to encourage you to read his chapter on that, his reflection on how he handled his depression, I think is one of the more healthy ways that we can handle it, Um, especially in the church. We don't talk about that a whole lot in the church. It's something we frown upon. It's something uh, that has, I mean, traditionally been frowned upon. It's something that has been treated in, in a really, in an unhealthy way. And so I want to encourage you that if, if you're feeling those feelings, if you feel depressed, if you feel like the weight is, uh, in, is on your shoulders, if you feel hopeless, you know, talk to Shanna and I. We'll be glad to help make references to you um, for counselors or, um, you know, being able to help get you that help. We want to make sure to let you know that we are here for you. And I say that because I found myself in that same space about, really about three years ago. Um, I felt, I just felt this great weight put upon me where I just, just really, I mean, I could resonate with what Junus was saying about not being able to get out of bed. There were days where I just could not do anything. And so after a a completed suicide by a well-known clergy person, that was my big red light in the sky saying, time to change. And so I worked with my uh, spiritual advisor and worked with my insurance and was able to find a therapist. And even as I was journeying through therapy, my therapist was the whole time was telling me that there's light at the end of this tunnel. There's hope. You're going to make it through this, mat. It's going to be okay. And that this is an answer to some prayers, but it's not the answer to all the prayers that, that you need to work through this and we need to continue to, to process what's going on and, and we need to work through this together and you're not alone in this. God is with you. I'm with you. Ashley knew this and was amazing and, and helped me uh, be able to kind of really um, help navigate this whole situation. And I share with this with you because I want you to know that sometimes depression doesn't look like what we think it does. And that people that are depressed can put on a good smiley face and yet inside they are so broken and so hurt and so hopeless that if we can really lean in and and love one another, that we don't realize how much that loving one another can make a difference and how much those little words of encouragement go a long way. 
And I have to admit, those little words of encouragement that you're giving us, because if you remember, uh, this was like right before COVID hit, and then COVID hit. And, and I have to admit that the, the depression got even deeper and harder, because, I mean, it was hard to make that pivot from having a sanctuary full of people to preaching to just a camera sitting in front of me. It was hard to make those pivots to, to do virtual choirs and, and things like that. And that weight just kept coming more and more and more. And I didn't know what to do. I really felt like I was drowning. And I'm so thankful for therapy. But as we were making that journey and as was continuing along, we, we made the decision, the healthy decision, uh, to seek out medication because it wasn't getting any better. You know, there does become a point where it, it doesn't get any better and, and you need medication break the chemical imbalance that happens and 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 that's usually a big part of depression is 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 that there the chemicals in your body are just out of whack and the the medication can help you uh, get back in to right rhythm but it's a dance let me tell you the first thing i was prescribed flatlined me i mean just if i thought i was low no this one even went even lower and so we all right so that doesn't work let's do try something else so we tried something else. I found it, and it was working a little bit, and so we just continued on that journey. Three years later, I'm, I'm not cured yet. <laughs> but I have to tell you, I, I, I had a breakthrough on, on Friday. I was sitting there with my therapist, and had finished my session, and she said, before you go, I, can I joke with you? And in and, and back of my head, I was like, you've been around me for three years. You know that I love to tell jokes. Like, that, that's part of who I am. I love to tell jokes. I love humor. And I said, yeah, like, you know, f- please feel free to throw something back at me. She said, I almost asked for your ID because this isn't the person I've seen in the last few months. Things are better. And so she said, you know, what, what changed? And uh, without skipping a beat, I said the drugs. But I was like the drugs, friends, family, church. Not that the situations got better, but I felt loved and cared for. And that's what helped pull me out. And I share this story with you not so you feel sorry for me. I don't need that. What I want you to know is that I want you to know that the church loves you and cares for you and that God's not a burden. Junus, in his book this week, this line, this line hit me hard. A life with God is not meant to be a burden. And if we center and focus our lives upon everything that we do, if we, if we put God at the center of our lives, it's not a burden. And, and actually, I would even take it further from, from what he had said, what Dotson had said. I'd say, it's not a burden, and he takes your burdens when you let him go. And that was the thing that was holding me back. That was the thing that was keeping me from taking those next steps and getting out of that dark valley that I was in. It was me letting go of some things. And it wasn't even just like recent things like COVID and things like that. It was my mother's death, my grandfather's death, the death of some dear friends that had completed suicide that I was still holding on to. And let me tell you, the more you hold on to that stuff, the more it drags you down. We have to let that stuff go. It's not that I'm letting them go. That's the one thing I will say. It's not that you're letting them go, but the tragedy we let go. And we acknowledge it. And we acknowledge them for who they were and the importance and impact that they made on our lives. And we say, hey, I'm going to remember them. 
because I know they love me and I know they're watching over me and I know they're caring for me. But the tragedy, I've got to let go of and give it to God. And we lay that burden to God. And when we do, when we let go, I mean, we ha- you have to let go. Because if you keep trying to pull it back, and that's what I was doing. I would just be like, yeah, I'm going to give it to God. And then like, I'd be like, no, 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 I'm lying. That's kind of like Gollum in the ring. My precious, my pain. Something else I've learned in the last, like, really three years is chronic pain is mean. <laughs> and some of you are dealing with chronic pain. Some of you know my story, know that I spent the last three years dealing with hip issues. And let me tell you that that also, like, makes it even worse. <laughs> and so I want to encourage you to, to seek that professional help. It makes a difference. I mean, I'm not better. I'm not cured yet. Hey, I will say, and, and I, this is definitely a praise of the Lord moment for me, so far, almost three weeks post-injection, I, this is the least amount of pain I've been in in a very long time that I can remember. And I'm giving it to God on that one. I know it's an answer to prayer. I know it's not an answer just to my prayers, but it's to others too that were praying that with me. Those prayers are felt. And I want you to know that because when we ask you to pray for people, you know, we want you to, to engage that. We want you to not only just say, Lord, hear our prayer, but like take that and find ways that maybe you can be an answer to their prayers. And we never know what that may look like. You never know that maybe buying someone a candy bar might have been the chocolate that helps get them over the hump. <laughs> you know how chocolate does that? Chocolate's got an amazing capability of doing that. You never know how that simple smile or that simple wave may, may be that one thing that gets them out of that dark place. We are called to be the light of the world. And we do that in everything we do. Every interaction, every opportunity is an opportunity to share God's love and help people take the burdens that they're carrying and help them give them to God. And when we can do that, it changes us, it shapes us, it molds us to be the light of the world. Thinking about the, hymn, the, the psalm this week, it, it, as I was reading it, I was like, man, I missed not putting that hymn in. I missed not putting that hymn in. There, you know, there are so many hymns that come out of the psalm. It's a beautiful psalm. It's David's lament. David was struggling. And he's, God, where are you? Things right now are just not great. But then, you know, one of the things I love about this, this is David trying to prepare himself, get himself ready. Like, he is actually, like, remembering. He's hitting reset. He's hitting the factory reset. Have you ever had to hit factory reset on something? You know, maybe it's not working anymore, and you call the service line, and they say, well, have you tried the factory reset? And then you feel kind of, oh, no, that should have been the first thing I did. Shouldn't have been. David hits factory reset, and he resets his life to be with God. And that's where our hope is found, is in God. No matter where we are on life's journey or life's faith, God calls for us to, to, to be in his presence and, and to not, you know, God is not a burden. Anybody that tells you otherwise is wrong. I'm sorry. God is not a burden. God is there to provide us compassion. God is there to provide us love. All because God cares for us. And that's the God I believe in. And that's the God who Jesus 
modeled on this earth for us to understand. It's about how we love God. It's about how we love our neighbor as ourself. And even Jesus encouraged us and challenged us to let go of our burdens and give them to God. And we have to let go. One of my favorite hymns is um, Leave It There. It's hymn number 522 in the hymnal. I don't like the way that's written in the hymnal. <laughs> Actually, I came across this hymn um, through another group, a worship group out of Austin, Texas called the Gentle Wolves. You've probably maybe have heard me even play it in my office from a time or two. Just the way that they do it makes it, I love the way that they do it. It's not something we really can replicate here. But if you ever get a chance, Google um, Leave It There by Gentle Wolves. But the hymn itself is amazing in its own right. If the world with you withholds of its silver and its gold, and you have to get along with meager fare, just remember in his word how it feels, how he feeds a little bird. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. The refrain is in its own right, the, to me, the thing that just helps me get there and leave whatever my burden may be to the Lord. Leave it there. Leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. If you trust and never doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there the next verse if your body suffers pain and your health you can't regain and your soul is almost sinking in despair jesus knows the pain you feel he can save and he can heal take your burden to the lord and leave it there when your enemies assail and your heart brings to fail don't forget that god in heaven answers prayers he will make a way for you and he will, lay, he will lead you safely through. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. When your youthful days are done and, and, and old age is stealing on and your, burden, your body burdens beneath the weight of care, he will never leave you then. He will go with you to the end. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. If you trust and never doubt, God will surely bring you out and take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. I invite you to do the same. We all have something that's weighing on us. We all have something that we need to go to God with. And I invite you to take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. And leave it there. And you know what? It'll be all right because God is there waiting for you and loves and cares for you. And when you do that, you'll feel the weight come off your shoulders 
you will have hit factory reset and you'll be ready to go and be the light to the world. David hit factory reset, centered his life upon God. Yeah, he had trouble on, probably had to do it a few more times. (laughs) And we will too. But he remembered that God needs to be at the center. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to let go. Let Jesus have it. And if anything, remember this, that God is our all in all. And that's what we lean into and trust into. Even in times of darkness and times of struggle. And you know what? There is a light at the end of your tunnel. And so go and be faithful. Let us pray. Oh, Holy Spirit. In this time and space, I know there are people with wrestling with leaving their burdens to you. Lord, I pray that they do. And I pray that they fully let them go. And I pray that that they see the newness that can happen with that. I pray that when they hit factory reset, that they put you at the center of their lives. I pray, Lord, that uh, those here and far that are watching from all over, I pray that they feel your love and your care and compassion that you have for all people, no matter where they are on life's journey or life's faith. Lord, I know that you love everyone, and I know that you are with each and every one of us, whether we're here in this space or whether we're at home or whether we're watching, even in an airport, Lord, I know Know that you are with everyone. And so, Lord, help us feel your love. Help us leave your burdens with you. And may we be reminded in every step and every breath that we take that you love us. And Lord, help us make you be our all in all. And for that, I lift these people up to you. And all of us gathered here said, Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you have a good week, and we ask that you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a good day.